the way I see my goal and the destination, um, I try, I'll, I'll do anything to get to that. Um, I'll go around any obstacle or work my way around it. Um, and that's something that, you know, I do pride myself on a little bit. I'm, I'm happy for there to be as many obstacles as it takes to get to a goal, which I think has been the um, cornerstone of us setting up, you know, amazing events that you were talking about before. Welcome to Ready, Set, Goal, the podcast that helps you turn your dreams into reality. We'll give you your regular dose of motivation along with our insights to help you achieve your goals. Listen in as I share conversations with awesome influential guests who will inspire us and share their secrets behind their success in achieving their goals. Are you ready to move closer to your dream goal? I'm your host, Donna Campisi. I'm an inspirational speaker, author and adventurer. I'm excited to bring you this podcast. Are you ready? Let's do it on Ready, Set, Go. Tom Allright is our guest today. Tom played AFL for the Geelong Cats before succumbing to an injury which required him to retire. He then founded Adventure Abroad, which is a luxury adventure travel company. At the age of 26, Tom set up his first office in his grandma's spare bedroom and founded Adventure Abroad. I love that. Now Adventure Abroad are partnered with some of the world's leading brands. The success of Adventure Abroad, which includes having a long lunch at the North Pole, driving tuk-tuks through the Himalayas in India with celebrity guests and forging partnerships with global luxury brands has not happened by chance. Every quarter, Tom sits down and writes five goals that he wants to achieve in both personal life and also in business. I love it. Tom has completed two Ironman events, five marathons and led expeditions all around the world with this format. We are very privileged to have Tom with us today because the day after tomorrow, so we've just caught him, he is going to Nepal to open a school that he built after it was severely damaged from the earthquakes in 2015. We'll have to chat more about that later. Hey, uh, welcome Tom from the lovely, awesome Tasmania in Australia. Donna, it's an absolute pleasure to be here with you. Oh, good. <laughs> hey, I, out of all your achievements, which I, yeah, I am amazed by, what would you say is your most outstanding goal that you've ever achieved? Ever achieved? I think, personally? yeah, oh, really difficult. I think um, from a personal point of view, um, the, the fitness-related things are something that's come through a passion of mine because um, I just love being healthy and fit. Um, I think it's really important um, and we need to, to maintain that. Um, but I think, you know, from, from what I guess we've been able to achieve as a business and I think moving forward is the fact that we've been able to, to rebuild a school in the Langtang Valley in Nepal that was um, effectively decimated by the earthquake in 2015. People don't really understand this, but um, the earthquake, you know, over 9,000 people died from the result of that earthquake. Nepal is a place that I fell in love with um, and we'll, we'll discuss this a little bit later, I'm sure, but um, over 8,300 schools were knocked down and it was about $8 billion worth of damage. Um, now, the fact that they, you know, the, the, the fundraising efforts they've been able to raise around $4.1 billion, there's actually a lot of communities 
that just have not seen a sense of it, um, which is really sad. So the fact that we've been able to, to build a school um, and provide, you know, supplies with a supply chain to, um, I guess, deliver to the community through some of our events that we've run in Nepal is, is pretty pleasing. Yeah, that's awesome. Well done. Yeah, it um, certainly hasn't been a, uh, an easy road, but it's certainly um, something that we've had a lot of uh, support um, from our greater community. So, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty amazing. And the Tuk Tuk Challenge, which you discussed, um, which is happening um, in May next year, um, that's going to be pretty exciting too. Yeah, tell us a bit about that. Well, can, are I mean, you allowed I can't to? Tell you too much. Yeah, <laughs> I can say I can say about what it is, but I can't discuss who, who's coming on it. Um, but okay. um, so effectively, it is a um, thousand-kilometer tuk-tuk um, ride over the Himalayas. So we're oh, going to be going wow. up the second highest motorable pass in the world. Um, who knows if the tuk-tuks are going to work that high? We don't know. That's part of the challenge. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's something that's a little bit different. It's quite exclusive and we're certainly looking forward to, um, you know, doing something that's fun but also for a worthwhile cause uh, with Movember. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. So that's next year? That's in May next year, yeah. yeah so I can't yeah. unfortunately discuss too much more about All that. All right, but, we'll um, keep an eye on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Hey, um, I I get asked this a lot uh, because of uh, the different goals uh, that I've achieved and so forth. But I like to ask other people as well uh, because for our listeners, um, uh, of course, how do you keep motivated when you're aiming for uh, a goal, especially these huge goals that you've achieved? What keeps you motivated? I think breaking them down, Donna. Um, I think, you know, when you look at big goals that you set for yourself or your business or whatever it is in your life, um, there's usually a subsequent smaller goals attached to it. Um, So that's that's kind of been something for me is, yes, you've got the big fish there, but what steps do you need to take to get to that big fish? And that's how I keep quite motivated. Um, You know, I have it stuck in the wall in my office um, about what my five goals for the quarter are going to be. So I see them every single day. Yeah. And sometimes it's about breaking them down. And, and I make sure that, you know, like, I'm not going to lie, like, obviously, my life is quite revolved around business. It's how I make a living. Um, mm-hmm. So some of them have to be revenue related, whether it be partnerships or, or stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I make sure that it's not all business related because I'm a really big advocate for having a balanced life. So that's why I always put some personal goals in there through different events I want to um, achieve or, or training blocks that I want to do. It's something that I, I do every day, which is train. Mm-hmm. And it certainly allowed me to um, go and do some really cool things. Yeah, awesome. So with Adventure uh, Abroad, what, where did that goal and idea come from originally? What's the, what's the story behind that? I, I know that you uh, had to retire from football, but then, yeah. then what and how did that come about? So it came about, um, I was involved in running a gym uh, in Melbourne after uh, my playing days with Geelong had finished. And I um, was lucky enough to have a really inspirational group that weren't just happy with training. They kind of wanted to go and do something. So we, we took them to Kokoda and it kind of um, 
went from there. And then all of a sudden I, I realized I liked this more adventure travel styled um, role more than having a gym. So I left the gym um, about four years ago and started Adventure Abroad. But Adventure Abroad um, actually came about through something that was quite challenging and personal for me. We were hiking to Mount Everest. Um, I was with a, uh, a friend and a, and a larger group and he, um, he actually ended up um, passing away on that trip um, in my arms. And it's, a, it's, a, it's stemmed from conversations that we'd had together about being able to take people to remote areas of the world, but also provide uncompromising levels of luxury. Um, so that's kind of where it all stemmed from, from those conversations I had with him. And, and without going into it in, in too much depth, um, you know, that event and the, the series of events that was straight after that is the Kickstarter that I, I needed to um, go out on my own and um, and kind of chase you know what what is my dream and 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 I guess you know I get to to uh, live the life that I've always wanted to live. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Uh, why? What I don't understand is looking through your web websites, uh, the adventure yep. abroad and your personal one. Um, the and a lot of people may not understand this. These words together, Everest. A luxury Everest base camp. Like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> how do you how do you get luxury? That's because um, I've really looked into that, and <laughs> did yeah. I, I don't know about luxury. <laughs> yeah, no, it's different. Um, so I guess, um, and, and that's that's one of the things that we really believe in at, at Adventure Abroad and our team here. Are, uh, we always talk about providing you know tremendous amounts of value. Um, we do live off the philosophy that anything is possible. So when we're talking about luxury Everest Base Camp, we don't talk about tea houses um, that you know most other people would be familiar with. We do, and we're really fortunate, and I'm very grateful to have contacts that allows us to go into VIP lodges that are only reserved for celebrities or politicians in Nepal, and mm -hmm. and they are quite luxury. Um, you know, queen size beds. Um, heated rooms, beautiful tea houses. Um, where there aren't any of these lodges, we take a safari lodge ourselves. So um, we actually create a camp for our, our guests. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, it's certainly been challenging, uh, the journey to, to make sure that we do provide these uncom uncompromising levels of luxury, but it's something that we know we can do. Um, we've been doing it and it's certainly something we're very comfortable in, in spreading that word about. Mm, mm. Oh, awesome. Um, out of all the different climates you've faced though, on, on these, um, you know, journeys, adventures, uh, yeah. what was, and even, I mean, I suppose we could even go into your personal ones like the, uh, the Ironman and the marathons and all of mm. that. What's, what's been the most different and challenging climate that you faced and, and how yeah. did you keep going through it? Uh, I think um, I'll, I'll talk about both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, here. I'll yeah. talk about the New Zealand Ironman. We're at average 36 degrees Celsius um, oh, wow. for the whole thing. So yeah. I know some people will say 36 degrees, but when you're exercising for 10 yeah. hours, which is a, a roughly the time it took me, <laughs> um, it's, it's extremely challenging. Um, so you've got so many things to, um, to go to, I guess, 
challenge you. Mm. Um, and then, you know, working from the other end, it's uh, Kilimanjaro. It's often been about minus 25 degrees Celsius. Um, yeah. So, you know, you're having your water bottles are freezing. Um, mm. You're in altitude, so you're not hungry. There might be some slight effects um, of altitude, whether it be headaches or just feeling a little bit nauseous. So they're all challenges that you have to face and work around. Um, but usually for me, it's, you know, that goal, it, the destination, the pull for that. Um, and I, I speak about this often is, you know, the, the, the way I see my goal and the destination, um, I try, I'll, I'll do anything to get to that. Um, I'll go around any obstacle or work my way around it. Um, and that's something that, you know, I do pride myself on a little bit. I'm, I'm happy for there to be as many obstacles as it takes to get to a goal, which I think has been the um, cornerstone of us setting up, you know, amazing events that you were talking about before. Um, mm. It's something that I, I don't think everyone, um, Donna, does that when they see their journey has been too difficult um, to overcome to get to their destination. I'm sure a lot of people probably stop um, before they've really started because they, they think that journey is too difficult. But certainly a lot of people that I've met away have provided a lot of inspiration for me and I'm, I'm very grateful for the people that I've met um, because they certainly do a lot of things to inspire me to make sure that, you know, not only I complete my goals but I also um, help them achieve theirs. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like two in one what you're doing. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so is there a plan that you put in place when aiming for your goal? And is it the same plan you use all the time? Because we, we were just talking about people that, you know, can say, oh, look, I can easily give up. There's too many obstacles and whatever. So for the listeners out there and, you know, for someone saying, oh, you know, it is too hard, what sort of plan do you have? Do you have a, I don't know, some people put you know steps or plans in place or what would you, you I think know, it's um thing? I think naturally Donna I'm, I'm quite competitive so if there was a, a goal there that I gave up on too easily I'd be very disappointed in myself in saying that I do revisit that that sheet that I was talking about earlier where I do put my five goals down yeah. um like I said it's it's in in my office so I see it every day um, other people see it every day. We, mm. we don't, this is something that we do implement um, across our, our business is a 90 day action plan. Um, mm. And that they are the five goals that we want to achieve in the next 90 days. And, and what I have found um, the more that I've done this is people think that they can, you know, achieve 20 goals. But the thing is, if you achieve five goals, um, every quarter, that's 20 goals you've achieved for the year, yeah. um, which not that many people achieve 20, you know, decent goals for the year. So um, mm. that's why we try and keep it to a really manageable number. And it's something that we've really um, undertaken with. Um, we're, we're quite serious about it, um, but we try and help each other get there as well. So it's, um, it's yeah, it's that 90 day action plan. Um, also have an app on, on my phone to remind me. Um, you know, to do to do stuff like that. So, yeah, I think it's just revisiting it and making sure that it doesn't get lost in translation because, you know, you live a busy life. Um, you know, we, uh, we work to live. We don't live to work. So we certainly take that motto on. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a good motto to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I uh, wonder whether you, because you, you're speaking a lot about we, do you have a team or is this a one-man yeah. show or do you keep no, each other so we've accountable? Got a, yeah, we've got a team. Um, yeah. Now we are, we're certainly growing. So there's four of us here mm. um, at Adventure Abroad. Um, awesome. It's we, whilst, yeah, like I started the company, certainly wouldn't have achieved what we have um, without my team. And uh, they are the greatest asset to Adventure Abroad. So, um, yeah, I don't speak about me anymore. I speak about yeah, we. Yeah. It's, it's, it's honestly what Adventure Abroad is. And I'm very proud and, and very grateful for what we have been able to do and the people we have been able to meet. Awesome. Yeah, I wasn't sure whether you were saying we has in the team of people as in your clients or we yeah. as in, you know, no, <laughs> your Our colleagues or, yeah, yeah, so, colleagues. yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, because would you have uh, clients that repeatedly come back for different adventures or? Yeah. 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 We, um, we do have a very high um, repeat business, which is... Mm. Which is a testament to, I guess, the team that we've got here and what we've been able to deliver. Um, I think, Donna, one of the, the things that I'm, I'm really proud of is, you know, we're not, um, we're not cheap, um, but we do, you know, provide really personable experiences. They, we are, you know, real people um, on the ends of the phone and, and we do everything within our nature. We make mistakes just like anyone else. And, um, you know, nothing's ever perfect. And we certainly live by the um, rule of thumb that progression is better than perfection. So, um, you know, we've learned a lot along the way. Um, and I think with that has come a lot of, you know, credible um, testimonials. And uh, that's provided a lot of trust from our clients that have allowed, you know, them yeah. to, to have the faith that, you know, we will deliver on something that they ask us to. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. What uh, advice um, would you share with others thinking of going for a new scary goal? You know, um, something, something that uh, if someone's sitting here listening and just going, yeah, yeah, it's all right for you to do this. You're into sport, whatever. But it, it really um, doesn't matter whether it's sport or any big goal. I, that's what this show is about, encouraging yeah. people to turn their dreams into a reality. So what advice would you, like the, just the first step, you know, what do, what do they have to do to move? <laughs> I think, um, I, I know exactly what you're saying. I think the most important thing, um that people can have when really you know taking that leap of whatever the the path they're going down to do is to have a purpose behind why they're doing it because um you know traditionally your first couple of years in business is difficult um people need to learn about who you are um so you need to have something more than um more than just the um, things like, you know, you want to earn your own money or you want to have more time for other things. They, they are things that will come with it, but um, you, need to, you need to have a purpose. And, and I'll explain what my purpose is. My, my purpose um, and one of the reasons I started Adventure Abroad was to take people on experiences um, and show them exactly what can be achieved when you actually think outside the square and get in uncomfortable positions so that they can come back um, and provide that inspiration to empower their own communities. Because I really believe that um, if we could provide society with more opportunities, we would live in a much better place. 
So by taking people to those places and providing events that people go, wow, how did you even think of that? By doing that, um, mm. it's actually making them think bigger. So that's why I do this. And there's going to, you know, if you're going to, to start something yourself um, or go on, on your own to, to do, you know, something, you need to have a purpose because there are going to be a lot of sleepless nights and early mornings and times when you've got to get on the phone at 3 a.m. to someone in America that doesn't suit your lifestyle, but they're the reasons, that's the purpose behind why you get up and do those things. Um, because, you know, the, I, I can, you know, running your own business is great. I love it. I can't think of doing anything else, but there's certainly a lot of times where you probably think, well, you know, doing a nine to five would be a lot easier. Mm, mm. I suppose also it's not about, it's not, we're not just talking about your business too, though. We're talking about your adventures as such. Uh, whereas, yep. uh, you know, if someone wanted to just, they think it's kind yep. of unbelievable to go and do, you know, Everest base camp or whatever challenge. Yeah. What What's their, what advice also would you be saying to people for someone who's just still sitting on the fence? <laughs> I, I would say do it. And the reason I, I would say do it is because you don't know what you don't know. Um, so if you go and do something that you, you're not sure about, at least you'll learn about it. And I think you need to do your research and make sure you go with, you know, credible sources, credible companies. Um, it's unfortunate that we do live in a um, an industry, or I am involved in an industry where, um, you know, I often hear about people being let down um, and, you know, what we've seen in the travel industry um, recently mm. with a lot of um, companies, uh, you know, going into receivership and, and things like that and administration. So, um, you know, make sure that you do your due diligence. But, it, you know, when, it, when we're talking about an experience, yes, going to um, the beach is great and obviously there's a time for that as well. But I think actually going and building on life experiences is something that I would always jump at. Mm, yeah, totally. I agree. I'm going to be talking to you after this personally about what's <laughs> what's next. <laughs> so, because what what sort of clients do? Is it only politicians and you know celebrities, no, or no. is it is it everyday people like myself? <laughs> totally, we absolutely get um, a lot of everyday people. Um, I'm not sure if I want to travel with but, a politician, to be honest. <laughs> uh, no. no, I know. I know. Oh, did I say um, that? Out no, loud? We, cer <laughs> we certainly get uh, get a lot of everyday people that just it's their goal um, to go mm. and do something like Tour de Mont Blanc or Mount Kilimanjaro or or any of the um, new events. And you ask them, you know, why why do you do it? And sometimes it is as as deep as you know, my a family member had cancer. I realised I could I only got 20 years to go and do this stuff. It might be something deep and meaningful like that or it might be I just wanted a fitness goal and, and that was it um, mm -hmm. and that's what I, I needed to, to get into the gym and create my healthier lifestyle so that I could go and um, you know achieve achieve this as my goal so yeah I mean we certainly get a little bit of everyone um, I would say our most um, you know our demographic is kind of your um, early retirees um, mm -hmm. kind of around 50 
um, to, you know, I took an 83 year old up Mount Kilimanjaro a few years awesome. ago. So yeah, 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 it's pretty, pretty amazing. And that, that's what some of the inspiring people that I get to meet. I'm very fortunate that I get to do yeah. that. It certainly provides me with, with a lot of inspiration as well to watch people go and, you know, overcome their challenges to achieve, you know, their goals. Definitely. Yeah. I could see how that would. Hey, if you were to go back to the beginning of uh, this whole journey of uh, adventure abroad, and when you began it, what advice mm. would you give yourself? This is just generally um, to learn for other people who are thinking yeah. of doing their new goal or challenge. The advice I, I, I you know, give to my younger self is um, probably to stop worrying so much about what other people thought. I think mm, it probably advice. stopped me um, for a long time about pursuing you know, what I wanted to do in just, you know, whether you are worried about disappointing people close to you or your family or, or what the perception of you might be. I know it sounds very shallow, but that's something that really held me up. Um, I don't think I it does. To... And I'm wondering whether that was because of your age too. You were young Probably. at the time. Did you think yeah, that? I was young. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, we always seek approval and, or, you know, that's right. wanting to, yeah. you know, be in with what <laughs> yeah, i don't know others right. think is great and, yeah and it probably held me back in terms of giving it absolutely everything um mm. in those initial you know first 12 months especially um so i probably put us on the back foot because i was i was waiting for approval um mm. you know and and some people will naturally you know in australia unfortunately we have what we call a tall poppy syndrome so yes. some people will naturally um you know, put you down before you've even started. And certainly I did experience that, but it's, mm. you know, it's something mm. I just wish I'd, I didn't listen to other people. I think you've got to really pick who you listen to. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I personally think you, um, yeah, pick who you listen to, but also tell perhaps, you know, or hang yeah. out with. I really believe in uh, the people yeah. that you surround yourself in, with and surrounding yourself uh, I mean, sometimes it can be family that can also be a little bit doubtful. Yeah. And, and a lot of that is concerned probably, uh, to be honest. I think but, so, yeah. Uh, maybe, and so you can't really just mute them out of your life, <laughs> but maybe choose uh, how often that you speak or hang around people. And, you yeah. know, because I really found that with, especially my stroke to marathon challenge, a lot of people were saying at the beginning, you know, you're crazy, Donna, and blah, blah, blah. And if I just sat there and listened to all of that, uh, I wouldn't yeah. have probably done it. So yeah. I think it's really important um, who you uh surrounding yourself with and telling and listening to like you said yeah. yeah for sure hey what's i don't know if you've already answered this but the most rewarding thing from achieving your goal yeah. would, that, would that be to do are we going back to nepal and talking about that or yeah is, is i, I think more? we go back to um no, i think i think the school is something that i'm i'm really proud because we have been able to, um, so to, to give you a bit of background, um, mm. a school in Tasmania, it's been their, um, their project for the year to be able to provide funds to help rebuild the school that we obviously orchestrated. Wow. So on Thursday, we are taking the school from Tasmania over to Nepal um, to open the school and obviously spend time in the community. So 
Um, How awesome about, is that? How old are these yeah, students? Yeah, incredible. So between 16 and 18. Wow. Um, so taking okay. 24 over, they've been, you know, fundraising. Um, not only have they been able to rebuild the school, they've uh, been able to provide, you know, sanitary um, and hygiene products. There's a big issue with um, yeah. female hygiene in Nepal. So mm. we've been able to address that. Um and we take them, you know, it's a five-day walk into to the community. Um, mm. So it's very remote. And, you know, even this community itself, it's where the epicentre of the earthquake actually was. And 295 um, people died just from this one community um, yeah. during the earthquake. So now that they've got a school, um, you know, the, the kids, the girls um, from the school in Tasmania that we're going over with, they'll spend time teaching English and teaching hygiene and, and actually seeing, um, you know, what the cont- contribution to change that they've been able to, to implement because we, we give money a lot to aid and, and charities as everyone does, but yeah. um, to be able to go and do it directly. Yeah, um, that's huge. It's, it's been incredible. It's been incredible, yeah. So can I ask what, I mean, it's it's great that you have done this, but what, we're all drawn to different things and charities and what, what's, what's yeah. your connection? Is it because you had traveled there with groups and done adventures? Yeah, or? that's right. It's just, yeah. it's just where I really fell in love with, um, with, with my industry. Uh, yeah. Nepal is, is scenically incredible. You know, um, I've been very fortunate to go to a lot of places in the world. The first mm. trip I ever did was, was Kokoda um, in Papua mm. New Guinea. I've done that 15 times now. Oh, um, wow. But Nepal, Nepal is, where I, <laughs> <laughs> Nepal is where I thought, you know what, I want this to be, be my life, um, sure. just travel, because it's just something that um, yeah, I just became really passionate about. And when, when I was talking about before my friend died, it's certainly the thing that cemented that into my, my mind. Mm, mm, for sure. Yeah. So you're, you're very inspiring, Tom. <laughs> oh, I have to say, but who who inspires you? Who's your superhero, and why? Um, I've, listen, there's a lot of people that inspire me. Like I remember, there are certainly um, things that I, I've learned along the way, and, and taken um, little bits of other people's life into my own, and thought, you know, I want to implement things like that. You know, from as close as you know, my father, who um unfortunately when i was younger we we grew up in a farm and it, we got burnt out by a fire um now most people would um probably think it's okay to just you know take it in and, and you know have a couple of weeks off or or whatnot but dad the the next day that the fire was um had obviously gone through our farm we, we lost about five thousand acres the next day he started rebuilding the fence so um yeah so little little acts like that certainly are things that um I've always wanted to capture and, and put into my life. And, you know, you, yeah. I just keep on meeting so many inspirational people along my journey. It's, it really is. I'm very fortunate, um, you know, from people, you know, going to do things, um, you know, they've had cancer or, you know, they've got their own stories. It's just, I just sit back in our groups and just listen with admiration, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I uh, wonder also with adventure abroad or even you have two websites, which I'll be putting the links yep. uh, to below this. One is adventureabroad.com.au, is it? Yep. .com, yep. Yeah. And also tomorat.com. I uh, wonder 
what are you are you also like doing one-on-one coaching or are you you're, you're a speaker yeah and yeah so we've done some um talks um in, in different places around the world for for some of the companies that we've done events for so i'm very fortunate yeah. to do that something that i i um i really enjoy as well and it goes back to you know the purpose i said before um the more i can spread my message um, you know, the more people that I'm getting to. And if my stories help inspire and motivate people um, to go and do inspirational things and think bigger, um, then I'm, you know, achieving my purpose as a person as well. Mm-hmm. Is there a book coming out? Oh. Is this a maybe. secret? We'll see. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll keep our eye on you, Tom. The, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. So uh, let's go back to football. I know, you know, we're going back and forth and yeah. jumping around here. But when when did you play? What years were you playing? So I got drafted straight out of school. I literally finished oh, wow. my year 12 exams. Two days later, I had to move from Hobart um, to Geelong. So wow. um, that, that's how quick it all happened. And I was there for a few awesome. years. We were there through a very um, successful time. Unfortunately, um, I didn't play as many games as I probably had thought I would have as mm. it was my childhood dream. Um, mm. But, you know, these things happen. We, you know, we won a premiership in 2007, uh, oh, awesome. 2009, 2011. So we're very, very lucky. Like I said, a very well um, successful team. But, um, yeah, it's had a couple of knee knee reconstructions and you know when you get a, a surgeon saying do you want to kick a football with your kid or um because if you do you might have to rethink um mm. your career um mm. you know that that's a pretty strong indication that i had to go and do something else so yeah, yeah. i went into university and, and did that for, um and then yeah now i'm at adventure abroad and loving it yeah awesome well done yeah turning something um what could people could say a negative into a positive uh, how do you look at it do you call it that or <laughs> uh, I, I don't i don't call it that i actually speak often about this um when i go and speak about um changing the word failure into discovery because um, you know we we try and do events or pitch events you know whilst what you see on the outside it all looks um amazing there would be so many things that we've pitched or um, spoken to companies about that just get hit on the head and nothing ever happens. And it's turning um, that, that feeling of failure into discovery and how to just do it differently. Um, yeah, so whether that be a agree. different process or, or a different event, um, it doesn't need to be a bad thing, failure. No, you know, I, 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 no, I, not I at think all. people that, that strive for failure are probably our most successful people in the world. <laughs> They're just discovering how to do things differently. Yeah, and it, it's all part of the journey and a redirection. Like if someone yeah. says, you know, I always say, well, if someone says no, I just say next, you know, where to, yeah. what next and where, who next and yeah. uh, what other possibility or door can, or road can be taken, you know, yeah. all of those uh, sayings that go with it. Because I don't, yeah, I actually uh, don't think there are, you, you mentioned the word before, uh, mistakes, and I was going to jump in. 
<laughs> when I, um, I don't know what we were talking about exactly. I think it was um, to the advice that you would give your younger self. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, I always just call mistakes lessons, really, because it's, yeah. it's something that you learn from. You learn to perhaps do it a different way, tweak it, whatever, or go on a totally different angle, which, you know, is, is, is kind of what you've done. I mean, it's not a totally different angle because it's still to do with fitness, but it's it, yeah. you know, adventure and helping other people and that sort of thing. That's right. Football is, is pretty amazing. No, I, I certainly agree with uh, your philosophy with that. You know, if we lived a life where we were scared mm. about making mistakes, um, mm. I, you know, I don't think we'd have a very fun life or <laughs> successful life, to be honest. No, no, agree, totally. It's, um, yeah, that fear. And that's, that's why I really encourage, I, I actually do do different adventures myself. And the, the thing about getting, facing your fears and getting out of your comfort zone yeah. is, is a really big lesson when, once you've done yeah. something, you know, it just even one thing like that and learnt from it, it's just like, okay, yeah. what, are, what are the other possibilities that we have? That's right. Yeah. There's so many amazing opportunities out there to be taken and to be made. Like I, I always say as well, I don't know if you agree with this, but sometimes we talk about, uh, that wait for that opportunity to be taken. But I always think about why don't you make your opportunities, yeah. make it, make it happen. You I know? totally agree with you. And, and one, one other, and just to extend on that opportunities aren't missed opportunities mm. just taken by other people. They <laughs> yeah, aren't, they one. aren't missed. They're just yeah. taken by other people. Um, mm. so when an opportunity does present, whether you've made it yourself or it's come to you, you actually need to be quite proactive about making sure that that opportunity is yours. Because I always say to, to our guys, if, if a company has come to us, they want something they've generally gone to three or four other people as well. And it's not price sensitive, but it's about how we can build a trusted relationship. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Relationships. So if, you, if we hide behind our computers and just send email, that's not what we do. We try and get it on the phone as quickly as we can so we can build and nurture something. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. It's, that's yeah. Very good information and advice to be giving to people. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I, uh, we just connected very quickly. We have to admit. We did. So yeah, because yes. you're in a hurry to, well, not you're in a hurry. The fact is you're going to yeah. Nepal, which is very exciting. So I wanted to get this interview and conversation uh, in, and I'm really uh, grateful for it. Uh, what is there anything in particular that we we haven't covered that you want to let you know my listeners know? Oh, I don't listen. I think it's been a very organic and uh, very fruitful conversation so far. So I, I think um, you know, as long as you're um, like going back to your goals, I, I don't think um, I think goals are, are you know as important as anything that I've been able to achieve in in my life. I. I think without if I wasn't a goal setter I wouldn't have done half the things that I I have done so you know it goes back to that I think it's really knowing what your foundations are and making sure that um, you know if you say you're going to do something be accountable and do it and tell yes. other people that this is what I'm going to do and that's something that I'm not afraid to do people may take that the other way but if I say I'm going to do an Ironman I'll generally tell people yeah yes. I'm going to go and do an Ironman because it makes me accountable 
I agree. When I, when I was the same with the marathon and I, I told, and I, I do talk about this when I talk with people as well. I, I, I tell people to just tell everyone <laughs> you are yeah. like, I, exactly. you know, I, I was following on Facebook and uh, told media and everything as you probably would have done the same. Yeah. And then you feel like, well, yeah, I'm accountable now. These people are following me and cheering me on. So there's no way I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah that's right exactly so i think that's great advice yeah so is there any awesome personal adventures um and goals that are coming up for you uh not not um in the 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 near future um we will be doing i'll be riding my bike in um the start of april from melbourne to sydney um, so just wow. over a thousand kilometers, um, mm. again, for another charity organization, Maddie Rewalt Vision. So that's, uh, that's pretty exciting. Um, something I'm certainly looking forward to, to getting some training in and, um, you know, being involved with, uh, another amazing non-for-profit organization. Yeah. So when training and planning, uh, for a major goal such as that, what changes do you need to make in your life? Um, it's allowing the time. It's been really, um, you know, something like that. It does, does take time to train. So, um, I always think if, if someone wants to do something, they'll create the time. Um, it really annoys me when people say, you know, I'm too busy. Um, just be honest and say, you don't want to do it because if you wanted to do it, you would make time. Um, so that's what I, I would say is, is, yeah, it can be a challenge to do that, but, um, if you really want to do it, you'll, you'll create that time, whether that means getting up earlier or, or scheduling training around um, certain events, it's, then so be it. You know, it's amazing how many time we can sit down and spend on Instagram or, or Facebook or even watching TV. And, and one scary um, statistic uh, is the fact that people between, um, I think it's like 14 and 25 now, spend on average 15 hours a week on social media. Yeah. Um, that is scary. That's a whole day. Well, really? what about TV, actually? Just watching TV. Like, yeah. you know, people can spend hours just on the couch watching just TV. Just on Netflix, just, yeah. just letting each episode. And, and it's quite scary. So you think about what you could achieve um, mm. during that time. And like I said before, you know, I'm not all about work. I'm not all about – I'm about a very balanced lifestyle. So there's certainly time for that. But, um, yeah, I just, it's just always a question I – I run past myself is, you know, and that now with our iPhones being telling us how much time we're spending on them, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's, you think, well, imagine if, if I wasn't on, on Instagram for five hours this week or whatever it was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So after doing something like a, a big major challenge too, how, how do you adjust to everyday life after doing a major challenge such as, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm very fortunate that actual the life that I live or the business that I have is actually part of my lifestyle. I don't think I would be any different. Um, I honestly and truly love what I do. Yeah. I, like I can't put it any other way. I don't feel like I go to work. So if I have to do something on a Sunday, I never think twice about it. I, I, I love it. It's, it's, you know, something I'm very thankful for. Um, but, you know, so for me to... Be whether it be on an adventure or being some admin stuff, it's it goes back to that purpose about why I'm doing it. Yeah, um, and I think that 
is the driving factor behind, you know, just slotting back in. I don't get post-trip blues or anything like that. I just look forward to the next one. And I'm, like I said, it's not, not everyone gets to, you know, effectively take people on their holidays um, as their job. But, mm. you know, it's the life that I've, I've kind of gone after and um, in, in a sense been responsible for living. Yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome. Sounds good. Hey, I ask everyone this uh, about um, assuming that people do, and I, I would assume, but they say never assume, do they? <laughs> um, what is your mantra, your favourite quote that you use for your goals? Oh, my favourite quote. I don't actually. Or your know. own mantra f- or whatever. My own mantra. Um, oh, you have to come back to me. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's anything. That was the last I think, question. Um, yeah, I think, well, one of the things that I always um, used to say to myself as a kid when I was training to get drafted was um, if you don't push yourself to the limits, how do you know where the limits are? And so that, I guess, mm. in a way, goes back to. Um, my purpose in well if you don't get uncomfortable with what you're doing how do you know where that comfort zone finishes yeah i like it you, like if you can kind of get that feeling it's really hard to explain but i could say there's a feeling where you kind of like that is the limit that is i know that is where i can get to because um, mm. it's amazing that mentally we probably give up a lot lot sooner than than we physically physically capably do Mm, yes yes uh that reminds me of uh again i'm I'm referring to the marathon again sorry (laughs) but it's it's just a challenge for an example of when you're talking about uh, mental and physical i remember my my thing is when doing a challenge you know get it Hang out yeah. with those people who've already done it or get advice or whatever, you know. Yeah. And a lot of people were telling me before that particular um, challenge, Donna, it's it's a mental game. It's not a physical game. Mm. And I'm just going, are you kidding? This is really hard yeah. <laughs> physically. But, but, <laughs> and but now I, I get it. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, and I think it probably takes doing something like a marathon or an Ironman to to really, really get a true understanding. I always used to go back and watch the Ironmans and watch the guys finishing after 16, 17 or 18 hours because I'm thinking yeah. you are the inspiration. Yeah. People that are finishing eight, eight, nine, 10 hours, you are fit and you know what you're doing. The ones that are literally out there for a whole day, yeah. they are the inspiration. They have pushed themselves to, to another going. level that they yeah. did not think that they had. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, I agree with that. I am just so wrapped up. We got to have this conversation before you left. <laughs> Are you packed uh, and ready and, do- and everything oh, all listen, ready I'm for it? Lucky. I'm a very quick packer these days. Are you? So oh, yeah, I, you'd I'm, be I'm not ready, but yeah, I have to, um, I, there's a few things I have to make sure I've got. So, yeah. No, it's uh, it's an absolute pleasure to be with you, Donna. It's um, been a fantastic yeah, conversation. Thanks. And I uh, yeah. look for- forward to... Uh, to you know, hearing more about what you're uh, what you're up to. Yeah, great. Thank you. But if people want to find out more about uh, what the schools in Nepal as well, is this yeah. going to be on your? What, yeah, what, so are you, you on Instagram? On social or? Media. Yeah, yeah, Instagram at Adventure Abroad are you? Um, same as Facebook. Um, okay, or we'll yeah, obviously sign links. up to our newsletter and and we can uh, certainly share more details. So you can sign up to the newsletter at Adventure 
abroad.com.au I'm going to put all those links up so for those who are interested and you know really want to see what's going on uh, not only with Adventure Abroad and you know if they want to contact you for to come on an adventure but also yeah just to see what what you've done with your whole goals and missions and that's pretty uh, impressive so yeah thanks for joining us well thank you it's been a pleasure Thanks for hanging out with us on the Ready, Set, Goal podcast with Donna Campisi. Please take a moment to rate and review this podcast on your preferred podcast app. I'm really grateful for your feedback. Each rating and review helps us fulfill our goal of giving inspiration to many. 